Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, thanks so much for listening today. Uh, you probably know this if you listen to podcasts, but your willingness to rate and review what you've just heard is a huge blessing to our ministry. Uh, really, without that, it's almost impossible for people to find us and be blessed by us. So would you take just a second to rate and review this podcast? Thank you so much. It's arguably the biggest question Jesus ever asked. Now, everybody has a lot of questions about Jesus, and there's not enough time in this video or in this day to walk through the questions that just we would have. But much bigger are the questions that Jesus asks. And not just the questions that he asks of others, but consider this arguably biggest question that Jesus asks about himself. You see, when we lean into this question, we get to see very clearly and so closely what God really thinks about guilt. Throughout this series, we've seen perspectives of guilt and when the weight is too big and when it feels like there, our heart is burning or even two pathways. We've looked at all of these and also how God interacts with these case studies and also how he interacts with us in our moments of guilt. But if you want to see the culmination of it all, lean in with me to this one question that Jesus said at the very end of his life. Jesus had been wrongfully captured and unjustly convicted, sentenced to be executed on a Roman cross. And the worst part about it all that we are going to identify is actually the most beautiful at the same time. So what was that worst part? The worst part wasn't the injustice of it all, although he was innocent. Well, what about when he was whipped? Some people didn't even survive that. That wasn't the worst of it. When the crown of thorns was pressed on his brow, when they nailed him to the cross and hung him there, all of those excruciating details we won't get into, none of that was the worst of it. The worst of it can be found in that one question we get to lean into. As he hangs there, getting closer to his death, Jesus asked, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Now, when Jesus said that, he wasn't asking a real question, looking for a real answer. When we ask God why, that's the way we approach it. We, we wonder, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to my loved ones? Why did that bad thing happen on the other side of the globe? When we ask God why, we are really looking for a sincere and serious answer. But Jesus is not asking why because he doesn't know. He's not saying, why is this happening? I don't really get it. He's not asking why because he doesn't know. He's asking why so that we would be able to lean in and know what's going on. So what is that? He uses the word forsaken. Jesus experiences the full weight of our sin. All of our guilt is upon him and the father turns away so that Jesus would only experience darkness and punishment and yes, the weight of eternal hell itself. So that we never would. Jesus experiences hell in order that we would be given heaven. He has the Father turn his face away so that the Father would turn his face to you with mercy and grace. And so while that is the most gruesome and awful moment of all history, certainly of Jesus' life, it is most beautiful to us because that is exactly how God feels about guilt. He gave his one and only son as the sacrifice to take it away from us by putting it on his son where it would be punished and where guilt would go to die. And to prove that that payment was made, Jesus rose from the dead just as he said on the third day so that you would know without a shadow of a doubt that all your fears and worries about guilt coming back to haunt you before God are empty. Just like that too. 
So with every moment of grace that God gives you today and tomorrow, you're not identified by guilt. It's not a label that you carry. The perspective you have of this world is entirely changed. You are not one who is identified by your guilt. You are one who is saved from it, a child of God now and forever.